This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Fraser, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Want to start editing your audio and video but just don't have the time? Try Descript. Descript's an all-in-one audio and video editor that makes editing as easy as using a Word doc. You upload your recordings straight into Descript, or you can record straight into Descript. It instantly transcribes your file into text, and then you can tweak it with the text or using the media clips. Edit out filler words and silent gaps with a single click. Uh, you can record your screen and webcam presentations and video messages and edit out mistakes before publishing. Using pro features such as non-destructive multi-track editing, live collaboration, auto-captioning, exports, and much more. Descript is what I use when I edit my podcast. Not that I edit my podcast. Got an affiliate link in the description below. Hey folks, how was your week? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's good. Yeah, mine was good, too. Um, we got to play Sanguera last week. I only played one game last week. Still trying to find out if I'm playing two today, or two this week. Uh, playing, well, actually, I'm playing two this week, no matter what. I actually might go up and play in a game. Um, kind of nervous about that. Don't know about the the Delta situation, uh, but I'll be masked up, so I'm not too worried about it. I live in California, so again, I'm not too worried about it, um, but uh, yeah, if I don't do my regular game, I um, uh, my regular family game, then uh, I'm going to start trying to uh, do a live game somewhere. Um, I just, uh, in the mood to meet people, you know, hang out with people. Um, and the internet's not doing it for me right now. Um, I, the internet's doing all right for me now. It's not so bad. It's not so bad, folks. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, we played Sanguara. And it was, I, I believe, the last podcast I dropped was uh, more than a week ago. Uh, if not, this is going to be a rehash. <laughs> it was more, uh, it was more talking. Look, gosh, it's like three in the afternoon and I'm yawning. So it was more talking. It was um, uh, the players kind of getting their way in to this guy's uh, good graces, right? So they tried to scare him off. Um, one of the players is talking about Django Unchained. Uh, I've never seen the movie, so he keeps bringing up Django Unchained. But his, his idea, or the consensus of the idea was... Um, they're going to try, they wanted to get somebody to try and uh, attack his keep, right? Because they're trying to free a green dragon. Let's start with that. They're trying to free a green dragon who's been captured by an arena owner who's going to fight them, fight that green dragon. Uh, they now have, well, they they assume that he's keeping the green dragon at his house. Uh, they did some reconnaissance um, and I believe they found out that there was a green dragon. 90% sure. Yes, they found that out first. Uh, not a green dragon, sorry, a bronze dragon. Um, and the, um, I guess you can't see colors with fine creature, but he said green, or bronze dragon. Shows him the nearest bronze dragon. What adds? Um, so, they, uh, like, wanted to scare him. Because uh, they've already, like, bankrolled this plan with him of being, like, um, a secure vault for his goods, right? So he's kind of testing them out. He threw them, I don't remember, it was like 100,000 gold or something like that. And um, 
they uh, they scooped that shit up and uh, tossed it in their doom vault, which they now have control over uh, because they wiped everybody out. Um, so they're uh, going to turn it into a bank, I guess. Um, who knows what they're going to do? They talk about all kinds of stuff. They're talking. They're getting uh, getting some pretty wild ideas in their head. Anyway, so the idea was to get him to move his money and his valuables, right? And they keep talking to him about, you know, arena matches and monsters and, you know, having a secure place to put his monsters, uh, trying to convince him to move the green dragon there. Um, That doesn't work. Right? This green... God, I keep saying green dragon. Bronze dragon. This bronze dragon fight is like in in a week, less, less than a week. I think they've got five days. another yawn it's going to be one of those nights good thing I got a little coffee left anyway so bronze dragon going to fight in like five days so um, they want to try to uh, get him to put the bronze dragon into their vault so they come up with this plan to have someone attack the keep looking for the bronze dragon and um they like they kind of um tossed around a couple ideas but then they came up with a spell um illusory dragon um it's a it's a really cool spell it doesn't last very long um i think it only lasts like a minute but like the damage it does is real um and they like made it kind of look like a shadowy bronze dragon who was asking, where's my baby, where's my baby? Or where's my little one or something like that? And then had one of the characters swoop in on a flying carpet and uh, make it look like he sucked it into um, the trident. His trident. His trident, which is Wave. Uh, At any rate, um, so uh, he, the the, um, Mori, the uh, arena owner, um, teleported there when this thing was happening, like in the middle of this thing. Um, they saw one of his uh, guards cast, try and cast a spell, start to cast a spell, uh, but he stopped them. And he wanted to see what uh, this, this character was going to do, Roger. He wanted to see what Roger was going to do. So Roger sucks the illusion into his uh, trident, and uh, he motions Roger to him. And uh, he says, uh, when can we meet? You know, can we meet tonight or something like that? Um, I think they did it. I don't remember if they did the morning or the night. Uh, but he was like, can you meet me like within the next 12 hours, either for lunch or dinner, whichever time it was. And he was like, yeah, sure. Um, so they get together and, um, of course, Roger's not there for the beginning of that, this session. Um, or no, Roger stepped out. I don't remember. Roger was gone for a minute. (laughs) Um, so everybody else is talking to him and he's like, look, this is, this is, um, you know, I've been attacked in my keep and they're like, yeah, he fell for it kind of thing. And he's like, some great wizard has, you know, um, taken, taken aggression on me. And they were like, oh, shit, wizard? I'm like, yeah, he knows it was a spell. <laughs> and he even told them, yeah, you know, the wizard that cast that dragon spell. Because um, he's a smart guy. He has, um, they did a legend lore on him, I think. Um, and he has been around for a long time. He has been around... Um, many, many years, at least a century, um, 
and about every 200 years he packs up and moves on to a new location with a new identity. But nobody knows anything about him. Um, uh, so uh, the players are all like wondering what he could be, that kind of stuff. Um, trying, they're popping out different ideas, and uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting to hear their ideas. Um, I've already got it set in stone. I got uh, the stat block all ready to go. Uh, I think, like I said last time, I was really planning for them to fight him, uh, but it really looks like that's not going to happen. Um, it might. It might. I don't know. So, um, so he's talking to them and he's like, yeah, so this is the thing. I, I need you guys as security. If I've got a mage after me, I, I need you guys as security. And, um, and they're like, yeah, okay. So it's like, okay, Roger, I want you with me because I know you, I know who you are, right? I know, um, the, these guys are level 17. They're talked about all over. They're known all over. So, um, he's like, I, I want this guy with me. Uh, the rest of you, I want at my house, um, protecting that. Um, so they get to do even more reconnaissance. They're in there. Um, the fighter, Rando, uh, goes in and he just, he says, uh, he wants to just start bossing people around, right? Uh, he used to be in the military, so he's going to like, um, use that as a, as a, um, a base of how he's going to start ordering people around. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. They start ordering you around. Uh, or he's, he's, uh, like the major domo or the, uh, the captain of the guard, I guess, not major domo, um, kind of sidled up alongside of him and, um, started, uh, you know, telling the guards, yes, listen to this man. Yes. Listen to this man. Boss hired this guy. Listen to this guy. Um, so they've got pretty much free reign of this house. Dragon is being kept underground uh, with one of my favorite spells in 5th edition, Guards and Wards. This thing is crazy fun. Um, I think it's a it's a 6th or 7th level spell, and every mage should have it. Like, this is every, every high level... Anybody wealthy enough to employ a, um, an 11th or 13th, whatever that spell level is, uh, mage to cast Guards and Wards should do it. Um, Basically, there's a password. You use the password, it turns off. Otherwise, um, stairs and hallways, uh, or stairways uh, filled with cobwebs, hallways filled with fog, um, making low visibility. Um, doors are all arcane locked. Uh, dispel magic just suppresses it. Um, and I, I believe there's an alarm spell over the whole thing that like, lets you know when someone's in there. So this spell is great. I never knew about it. I found out about it in Ravnica. Um, I was reading about Demir, and it said under there, you know, their whole place is under a guards and ward spell. I was like, oh, is that a new spell? Flipped to the back. No, it's not. Looked it up under the beyond. Oh, shit. It's a player's handbook spell. I just never read all the spells, I guess. Um, or I did so long ago that it didn't matter, but I probably only read, like, the, the first, second, third level spells. All right. So they um, they have access to this whole place except for that, and they come up with kind of like uh, an idea to get down there. Um, they do. Um, I think they scry or something. I don't remember. 
uh, they talk to the dragon and the dragon's like, hey, no, I can't really move. Uh, they give me drugs. It's all dark down here. I can't see. So their idea is going to be to watch this door and um, see who goes in and out. Nobody goes in and out. We got a bunch of automatons down there watching this thing. Um, so that's going to kind of fail off, off for them. Uh, they talked about um, dimension dooring down, I believe. Uh, I think that would that would work. That would get them in there. Um, and they would be able to see what's actually going on. And let's see. I think that uh, that's kind of where we ended. Um, with the, the plan this week being to uh, finish this investigation of the house. Um, see what they can get. And uh, their, their big plan right now is they want the mage to simulacrum the bronze dragon and just leave him there. And I think that's a really cool idea. Um, and I'm more than happy to let them do that. But I don't think it would end there. Because I think that Mori would know. I think he would know. So... I think what's going to happen after that is um, they're going to be there on the, the big day and he's going to be like, or the day before the big day, he's going to come to them and be like, look, something's happened. I need your help again. And uh, he's going to say, look, I've got this uh, participant and I got this green, green dragon and something happened. It's a simulacrum now. Uh, it's just an illusion. It's going to when it dies, it's going to turn into a puff of snow, and it's basically going to be a fake dragon fight. Uh, and the crowd's not going to like that at all. Because uh, he's kind of been promoting this dragon. So he's going to ask them to come up with a solution for him. What can you do for me? And, of course, what I'm hoping for is them, them throwing themselves in the ring saying they're going to fight. Uh, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um... I'm going to probably suggest illusion magic uh, to make the fight look good. And, um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, on other fronts, uh, the, the battle at the end, I don't, I don't know if I told you this or not, um, but I figured out what I'm going to do finally for the armies. Um, I've got the armies set up. And what I'm going to do is have the armies take uh, damage. They're going to have like a certain number of hit points or a certain number of times they can be used. Um, and they are going to be able to um, like it stop an attack, basically. So, um, right, if, they, if Rando gets hit for, you know, 300... 300 hit points of damage, then he can have the Griffin Squadron fly in and take that damage for him. And I, like I said, I'll either, what I'm thinking about is just doing clocks, right? So the Griffin um, Corps has, uh, the Griffin Corps has uh, like four, uh, a four clock, right? So every time they get hit, I fill in a wedge on that clock and uh, 
when I hit four, then that army's dust. Um, clocks, by the way, are from Powered by the Apocalypse. Uh, they are for uh, impending dooms, basically. Uh, Blades in the Dark, uh, from what I understand, I really have to read Apocalypse World. But from what I understand, Blades in the Dark took that to another level, which is why Blades in the Dark usually gets the credit for clocks. Um, I was in the impression that clocks came from Blades in the Dark, but uh, someone corrected me on that, and uh, I was surprised to see that they are in Apocalypse World First Edition. Uh, so, so these um, these clocks basically you divide it, it's right. It's a circle with lines in it, right? You say there's eight pieces of this pie. Um, every time this happens, a piece goes in this pie. Um, originally, like I said, they were for impending dooms. Uh, each time the players mess up, the bad guys take one step towards an impending doom. Blades in the Dark expand out of that to say, hey, so uh, if you've got something um, that's going to happen, if something else happens, depending on something else happen, then uh, if it's more than one step, split it up into a clock. So you've uh, the guards have a four clock. And if the players mess up their stealth rolls four times, then the guards see that, right? The guards know they're there. And then, um, you know, and then you can have a three clock after that. And that's how many, um, I don't know, how many, how many uh, chances they have to uh, knock out the guards before they go get the whole guard, right? Before they ring the bell or whatever. Um, and then you can have a clock that says, you know, uh, another three clock that says, okay, you've got three actions until this guard gets here. So that's like, you know, three different things that you're using that one clock for. Um, but I'm going to use this clock like as a damage counter, basically. And I, I think I'm going to tell them um, how many each clock has. Um, I, don't, I don't see a reason to, to not be transparent about it. Uh, but it's something I can hide if I want. But I probably won't. So, let's see. So each of these things is going to have a different clock, right? Depending on the damage. Like their uh, air cavalry, the griffins, they are going to have um, one less than like the base, right? A base infantry unit is going to probably have like four, maybe five. Um, I got to kind of look at it and see how many attacks I'm going to be putting out there and how much damage I'm going to be doing. Um, and uh, that'll, that'll depend really on the amount of uh, uh, clocks I use um, or the amount of slices in the pie I use. Um, so each one's going to have a different one. Like armor will have an extra one. Um, vehicles might will probably have a faster one because they're going to be... Range is probably going to have um, an extra one. Um because they're far away and hard to hit. Um, so I'm going to try to work all that stuff into it. And there might be like, you know, um, I was thinking of having, uh, like armor has a damage resistance of five or damage threshold. Is that what's called five B? Anyway. Um, so they have like a five DR, which means that anything under five hit points is ignored. And that doesn't really come into, um, like, the final battle with uh, Gazra. Uh, he's not going to be doing a lot of little attacks. He's going to be doing a lot of big attacks. 
Uh, but what this is going to do is the lead up to Gazra. So they, I told them they had to have eight, um, eight divisions, I think. I don't know. I keep forgetting the, uh, the actual military term, right? Uh, but basically, like, um, I think it's eight groups of 1,000 troops. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a look at these, uh, these troop counts and put them, uh, basically say, okay, I've got a, this is a, you know, thing of spine devils. So I've got a thousand spine devils here. All right. Um, and I'm going to split their attacks up evenly among the party, right? Because they're not going to be able to get away. They are going to be in the middle of the battle. They're not going to be able to, they're going to maybe be able to sit back and sniper, but then someone's going to focus on the sniper, right? So everybody's going to get attacked. And this will be like, okay, these spine devils come in and um, 200 of them attack you, right? <laughs> and uh, 5% of them get through because they all need a 20 to hit you, all right? So 5% um, of 200 is 10, right? So maybe they can, um, if the average damage of a spine devil is under 5, then they can just put their, put their armor in front. Boom. And uh, the armor will take all the damage from those spine devils, and it won't knock one off the clock on the armor. Um, but the, so they're going to have to fight through each battalion, division something battalion, I think it is. They're going to have to fight through each battalion um, by themselves if if they don't have a matching number. If the, I told them they needed eight, and they only get six, that means they're going to have to fight through two of them themselves. And I literally think it's a thousand troops. So it'll be freaking crazy high damage. Um, and they might just, you know, waste all their little armies on this, which is fine because that's, uh, this whole thing is about sacrifice, right? This, uh, the sacrifice to keep the devils out of their home plane of Sanguera. Um, and they have a plan and, uh, I, I'm just so excited. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I finally, like, have a mechanic that I see I want to use. Um, I've been looking around and looking around and looking around, and I don't know. It popped into my head that they can just defend with them, and if they defend too much, then that one goes down, and that that brings loss, right? Um, so not only are they going to have a chance to lose their characters, uh, but they're going to have a chance to lose the NPCs that were created by them in their backstories. Um also, um, I don't know what I was going to say. I think that's it. All right. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, and, uh, yeah, tell your friends, uh, I am back on the podcasting ship. Uh, I should be doing these one a week. Like I said, I got a 30 minute commute now and I got nothing better to do except for watch YouTube and I watch too much YouTube man, I watch too much of YouTube. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, if you got questions, if you want answers, if you've got ideas, uh, you can always, uh, open the anchor app and, uh, press the button to send me a message. You can email me. I've got show notes. Um, I know last week's were jacked up. This week's will be better because I'll do this when I get home on my computer instead of doing it on my phone, uh, from my bed. So yeah. Thanks for listening. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackthenerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website, or email me at cockatrice at gmail.com. 
check out my new streams on twitch.tv slash jerry247. As always, you can use my blog at Slacker Nerds to get links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join my new Discord server. Links in the show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends or shout out from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out, it's great for me. Thanks for listening.